Welcome to Shoulder of Orion, the Blade Runner podcast. I am your host, J.M. Prater, and I'm joined by hosts... Patrick Green. And Dan Ferlito. And today is our one-year anniversary for the launch of Shoulder of Orion. So we're here just to kind of talk about that for a few minutes and thank everybody for making us who we are today. One year. How the fuck did time go that I don't even know. Believe it feels that. like it was six months ago at, at the very most. It feels like yeah. yeah, six months. It feels about like six months ago. Yeah. It also feels like 2049 came out simultaneously 10 years ago and yesterday. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't think it that's was, kind of where the genesis of the show came from was we were so excited in the, in the lead up to the movie, you know, really into Blade Runner to begin with. And, and, and you were like, hey, I think we should start a Blade Runner podcast, you know, and you had all these ideas already mapped out and, uh, and I, I just remember being so excited from that very first conversation because, you know, I hadn't even, I hadn't even at that point been a part of the Facebook fan communities for Blade Runner. And you I had mean, only so, been on uh, but, Perfect Organism, our alien podcast, for, at that point, four months, maybe? Maybe? Yeah, a few months, yeah. Um, right. And I was... But it felt right. Yeah, it did. And I, I just remember talking about, like, we got to do this. And I was searching, are there any Blade Runner podcasts? I'm like, no, there isn't. Let's do this. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> In about 10 minutes, I was like, okay, we're going to buy a domain. We're going to make a website. We're yeah. going to do merchandise. Yeah. And it was like, out of nowhere, because this thing had so much momentum behind it just from the beginning, because we love the film so much. And we and we obviously needed an outlet to talk about it. Totally. And from the very beginning, having that passion, I think, is what fueled this project. And this show, I just have to say, has had such a... Uh, a really deeply personal and emotional feel for me from the very beginning, you know, like, I mean, perfect organism is its own amazing thing. And it's very important to me for a lot of reasons, but shoulder of Ryan has something special. Um, and it's something about the type of fandom that flocks to blade runner and the type of conversations that are engendered among blade runner fans. So it's very special. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, I, I you know, like I just mentioned, we have, Perfect Organism, which is the Alien Saga podcast, which is something that I love and I've been involved with since 2015, so over three years now. Um, but really, this Shoulder of Orion podcast um, satisfies a part of me that I can't even adequately dis- explain to you guys, but I know both of you um, understand. Um, but, I mean, oddly enough, I, you know, the the evolution of this podcast is something that's been so crazy because not only do we have have we created this but then we found dan um which he can talk about and jonesy and we can talk about (laughs) dan can talk about that in a minute but also we have had these regular contributors like peter from the midwest like robin bunce like evie um who feel like a part of our little family um, Micah. Micah, for sure, yeah. Um, Who's lit- literally a part of my family, but yeah. also is somebody who, from the very beginning, she was like, you're doing a Blade Runner show, too? And she was so into the idea of it. And and th- this has been very much her gateway into deep Blade Runner fandom, because she knew the film before then, obviously. But but getting to sit in on these conversations and become so... Now she's read Future Noir, she's read the, the Shanahan book, she's fucking in all these fan groups. And it's become something that she... She just got her Wallace tattoo a couple days ago. And it's something that now Micah and I can stay up late talking about. So when I'm not recording podcasts, we can still keep the conversation going. And it's just amazing that, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to ask you, what's it like to have like supportive friends and family who uh, don't hate on you for loving Blade Runner? <laughs> My best <laughs> friends, I was like, I just want to hear you go 24 hours without saying the words Blade Runner. And I was like, sorry, I'm, I'm about to record a show today. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees. Oh, so crazy. But it, it, And I remember, I just want to, before we move on to when Dan came on board, because obviously that was a hugely transformative thing for us. Um, I just want to reflect a little bit on the very beginning of the show, because I really distinctly remember the first episode we recorded and how surreal it felt. Because for me, Alien has always existed separately. It's, it's been something that I've shared with people. I've always had Alien friends and people. I've been active on forums for a long time. But Blade Runner was something that for me was totally internal for decades. You know, It was something that I didn't really share with anybody. I never really heard other people talk about it. And that first night, it was you, me, and Ryan, I remember, uh, who, and Ryan was a huge part of the formation of the show, too. We should give him a shout-out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I remember we had to record it really late because you guys had a conflict, and we're, of course, in different time zones. People might not realize that, but, um, but you guys are in one time zone, and I'm in a different one. And, uh, and so I remember staying up, and we started at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I remember um, it was super hot, and I had the windows open because it was late summer. And and I was sitting there talking with you guys about replicants, and I, it was such a liberating experience to be able to to just be sitting there late at night. Time was standing still. There was mist in the air from outside. Talking about this film that I had been waiting to talk about for so long, and uh, it was an amazing, it was an emotionally amazing experience to me. Like it's something that you know we go through life with these sort of touchstones of when when things change and when things grow and when things fade. And that to me is a marker point. It's like this was the beginning of my true personal relationship well, with Blade Runner. I, I just want to kind of you know, go with to when you came on board and, and what a feel like it's for us. And yeah, you were reminding me of all that on my end. Um, yeah, again, different for me. For one, I think that as much as this film has been, you know, personally on an individual level, a big part of my life, but like, and I know it has a big fan base, but like, I've never connected with anyone about it really, other than like my best friends who are like, Hey, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm really close with you. I want to see this movie with you. That means so much to you or like watching it with my dad who introduced me to it. Um, so I've had personal moments with it, but I never had, you know, I'm not just, I'm not super social media savvy and I'm not in a bunch of groups. So all of that was new to me. And, um, yeah, obviously, you know, the story goes that I started looking for a Blade Runner podcast when the new movie was coming out. Cause I was like, you know, let me get back into this world. Let me see if somebody's doing something. And of course I found, uh, you guys' podcast right away. Cause it was, was, and still is the only Blade Runner podcast dedicated anyways. And, um, yeah, so I started listening, got me back into it. And then I had that very just fateful serendipitous moment where, cause again, I don't call into shows or leave, you know what I mean? I just don't do that. And so I left that now famous voicemail where I talked about the, uh, the pivotal the pivot as Patrick the likes to call it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, um, and I was like, Oh, you know, maybe they'll listen to this. I feel like I had a cool point, whatever. And then, of course, um, you guys played my entire voicemail, which was like probably a full three minutes, and which I totally didn't expect. And, and got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we we corrected later, but no, but, but, but you I, know, I, I love how that was like a very public mistake because so much time passed between when we played those voicemails and when we recorded the episode, and my notes I had like forgotten the actual messages, but I had the notes out from them and I had fucking written right. it down. So that was pretty funny. 
I can't even remember what you guys wrote, but I was like, oh, you guys completely entirely. <laughs> so I guess now we have to talk about this again. No, but, you know, the transition from really Blade Runner being a really personal thing for me to diving into this well of uh, huge fandom, especially for such an obscure, not obscure movie, but you know what I mean? It's a niche kind of darker thing with a, with a smaller following. Alien is a little bit more, I think, uh, has a little bit more for everyone. If you like the deep philosophy, you have people like that. If you just like action movies, you have people like that. Um, if you just like terrible movies, you have people who like <laughs> no, I didn't say Covenant on purpose. Um, no, but, you know, so I think Blade Runner is a much more specific group of people. Um, and it was amazing to become a part of that world and to get involved in it. And, um, yeah, now now I've been on, you know, more than half the episodes and have started to do my own interviews, which, you know, will air soon. And it's just been an incredible journey that I just am still amazed that I get to be a part of because I feel like in our own small way, we are actually contributing to the Blade Runner universe. I mean, it's from a fan perspective, but it's still like important conversation that normally is happening in, you know, people's mom's basements or, uh, <laughs> or, or a couch. But, uh, you know, it's just not recorded and it's not out there uh, unless you're on Reddit and you're looking at some blogs. So it's really cool to have an, an oral version of it. And, um, you know, as, as you can follow this, or we, we follow the statistics on the podcast and, uh, you know, we're, we're hitting, uh, 40,000 downloads in our first year. And that's really incredible to me. You know, I, I don't have a frame of reference, but I know you guys do. And it's just been incredible to see how many people have gotten involved and, and the messages that we've gotten from people talking about, you know, how personal the conversations are for them and how much they appreciate what we're doing. And that's really what it's all about. You know, like we're not here to make money. We're not here to uh, become famous. We're here to really just have a forum where we can share this incredible Blade Runner experience that means so much to us with everyone else and give people a platform. And I think that we're really following that format of, people that are involved and want to be on the show. Like we've invited them on. We've had now three or four people that are, that are just, you know, fans of the show and, and just people out there on the internet that had something important to say. And we brought them on the show and recorded. And, and I, and I really like that. I, I like how fluid dynamic and how connected to the fandom we are. And I think people appreciate that. And certainly we do too. And so, yeah, from my end, I just want to thank, of course, you guys for bringing me onto the show and creating it in the first place. Cause it's been such an amazing opportunity but I really want to thank uh, all of our fans, um, especially our patrons, you know, who contribute financially a little bit to the show. And that really helps us, you know, just with like mic quality and, and upgrading equipment and stuff like that. You know, it really having that support allows us to focus on content and putting out a lot of content, which is we know what everyone is listening for. So, um, yeah, I want to thank everyone for their support. And it's just been an amazing ride. It's been awesome, really, and uh, I, I think even to briefly touch upon how fortunate we are that we got a sequel to a, this incredible masterpiece of a film that is in itself a masterpiece. I mean, the, the, the percentages of that happening, of getting a film as good, even if, say, you or whoever d doesn't agree that it's, oh my god, it's this amazing thing, most people agree that's a really solid film. And to get a sequel to a film 35 years later that's as good as we got and that we were all able to experience. I mean, I'll never forget that night that Patrick and I were kind of and Ryan at the time, but we were, Patrick was flying back from England. I was in the theater at the same time. We were like, when are you going? When are you going? And we're all talking about it. And then 
after meeting you, Dan, you and I are kind of seeing the film at the same time. And that experience that I will never forget, I will never forget it like it was yesterday and how I felt yeah. like I could not leave the theater. I, cu I couldn't leave. Like I felt like almost like I saw my own story on the, on the screen and an emotional story or something, but to be able to be a part of something so personal um, and so public is really uh, a great thing. So I'm and to enjoy it connected to each other too. Like the fact that you're the first person I called Micah and I eventually got out of the theater. I, I, I couldn't walk after it. I was like, so I was just sitting there <laughs> look, watching the credits openly fucking weep. I, I'm, a, I'm a weepy person to begin with, but I was like completely losing it. And I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. And, and part of it was the fact that I had been awake for like 20 hours. Because as you said, I was coming back from Europe. I had done all this crazy shit. The plane's going to crash. The plane, the plane almost crashed. <laughs> it was very intense. And, uh, and, I, and I got there with like 10 minutes to spare. This thing that I've been looking forward to for years, you know. And, and just getting to experience that. And, and then knowing that I had somebody to call. Knowing that I had you who would know what I was going through. Mm -hmm. Who would get it. You know what I mean? It was such an emotionally important thing for me. I keep, yeah. I, keep, I keep saying emotion in this episode because to me that's really what the most impactful thing has been with this whole journey for I me. Agreed. Is, is it's 100%. A total yeah, an expression of love and, and, and togetherness and the whole fan community. Like every time we post something and we dig something out and my, you know, my reminder goes off to, 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 go, to go through Instagram or DeviantArt and look for art to share with everybody. And then I put that out there and – the, and you just hear these amazing things coming in of people teaching me things that I didn't even realize were going yeah. on behind this. Yeah. People saying, thank you for finding this. And you realize, like, oh, I am a part of this community now. We're all a part of this family of Blade Runner fans. Yeah. And we all now have people who get it that we can talk to. Yeah. We all have people to call. Um, and I just remember walking across the, the common. It was like 2 a.m. by the time I got out of the movie. And again, it was this stars route walking hand in hand um and and being able to call you and knowing that like that we were there to witness the birth of this thing was a an amazing yeah i you know i was just talking about it with my wife yesterday about uh you know she she's fine with doing she's an only child so she does a lot of things by herself and is perfectly comfortable doing things by herself and we were talking about movies and i was like oh yeah i want to go see this film and i don't I don't know why I've always just never gone to the movies by myself very much. It's just not a thing that I like to do. And I've had to learn to start doing that just because of schedules and timing and stuff. And it's funny we were talking about that because it's like she was like, yeah, it's funny because, you know, a movie is not something you really need to watch with other people because you're not going to talk. You know, you're all watching the movie. It's nice to be able to talk afterwards. And I was like, you know, that's a good point. Really, movies, it makes sense to go to be OK with watching them by yourself. And really, one of the most impactful times was my last viewing of Blade Runner, where me and Jamie were trying to hook up our timelines and watch it at the same time even though we couldn't travel to each other at the time. You know, I'm up here in Oakland, he's in LA. And so we coordinated and we were within, I think five minutes of the same exact time watching the movie. And you know, I sat in the theater and, and I remember bringing Jamie with me. You know, I left a seat empty next to me on purpose, even though the theater was probably only 15% full anyway. <laughs> so that wasn't difficult, but you know. And it was such a magical experience to get out. And we obviously, you know, we, absorb it and and experience it in different ways and all four of my viewings at theaters were completely different every time you know i identify with a different character i've talked about it before on the show but and it was raining when i got out you know which is was unusual for the time and um yeah just driving my car home i remember and you know of course yeah getting on the phone and talking with jamie about it and um yeah just what a 
what a powerful experience. Yeah. And a couple of things before we wrap this. Um, number one, uh, a, a fan of ours listener named Craig Wright wrote to me two days ago and he said, you know, I just want to thank you for your podcast. And he goes, it's not just something that I find is entertainment. And he said, what you guys do is important. He said, it's as important as the movies themselves um, that you, you know, that you're having this dialogue, that you're creating what you're creating. It's an important uh something like it's an important thing in history or whatever. And I was really awestruck by that sentiment um, and honored that someone thinks that way about what we do. Um, And uh, the second point is what I love about this podcast and these discussions is that I know what this film means to Patrick. I know what this film means to you. And for all three of us, they're very different things. You guys Mm -hmm. know what scenes I love the most and why, and why they touch me and why they move me. And I can't say that about other fandoms that I'm a part of. I can't say that. um, It's almost like it's this really intense relationship that surrounds this film. And, um, and all of the people that we have had on the show who have our guests on the show, what it has been is a, discussions of people opening themselves up saying whether it's evie who is uh, a trans woman um or just you know peter from the midwest who's a lawyer who gets it or i mean robin bunce who's a a professor in england i mean who's working on a, a book on philosophy it is everyone knows why these films move us and that is a uh that is a that is something that i can't even describe it's just so sacred and precious. So I, that's really what this show means to me. And to have this ability to be able to be transparent and to be open is, uh, it's just a really great thing. So I'm really thankful. And, and just briefly, uh, I know we got to wrap, but every time we have those conversations with people, I come away watching the films differently after that. Yeah. And that, how, what a fucking gift is that? That one of two of my favorite pieces of art of my life are constantly being re-engaged with through different prisms because of the conversations we're having. And that, that's what I, I just want to personally close in adding that there's something really beautiful about being forced to continuously re-engage with a somewhat limited amount of material over and over and over again. Because in mm-hmm. doing that, we plumb depths within ourselves that we didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. We plumb depths within the way that we view the world and the way that we engage with art that we didn't know existed. Because people, th- the question that I get asked most frequently by people who know that I do these shows is they say like how do you still have things to talk about and and I and I right it's it's really hard to explain to people unless you're you're doing it but we will never run out of things to talk about we could do episodes for 300 years on these things and it doesn't mean <laughs> that it's just about the technical stuff and it's not like we're just going to be breaking down the same scenes for 300 years but the ideas that spill out in the context of these conversations are so universal and multivaried and beautiful mm-hmm. that there's it's it's a gateway into a deeper conversation that is essentially eternal which is the conversation about how we engage with life and yeah. art and love and really i think the the story of Blade Runner, both films, is how do how do we become better people? How do we become better humans? What does it mean to be human? And that is a universal question that we can all ask ourselves. And that's how we become better. That's that's yeah. what this is about. How do we be better? Yeah. It's not just about yeah. entertainment or yeah, the spinner was cool or this is cool or I have this figure or whatever. Really, it's about how do we become better? And I think those are the important yeah. questions that I'm interested in exploring. And they are endless. It's a new yeah. discipline. It's BRT, Blade Runner therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and just to just to um, add real quick before we close to what you guys were saying, um, yeah, thanks to Craig Wright because uh, he also will be on our upcoming listener mail episode. He uh, he recorded voicemail about what Blade Runner means to him, and we're gonna share that with everyone. Um, and we have an upcoming long two part interview with uh, Tim Shanahan, who wrote Philosophy in Blade Runner, and I, and it's interesting to see it from a philosophy professor's point of view. Um, and he teaches courses on philosophy mentions blade runner often he even has or had a, a specific blade runner philosophy course at loyola and so he's engaging with like 19 20 21 year olds all the time oftentimes who have never seen this film and is introducing them to him and introducing them to the concept so you know i just wanted to um yeah second that that feeling of of the depth and the just the intensity of the emotion and, and how it really makes you think about life. And, and, and I agree, that's why we can keep going on because once we've examined all the technical aspects of the movie, which are, there's a myriad of them and, and they're very deep, um, you start to dig deeper into yourself and into your relationships and into your connection with the rest of humanity. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for being oh, on. Yes. Thank you guys for being on the show and for doing what you guys do, and for our listeners for making us who we are. Really, it's it's been incredible. Just the access that we've had, the Cheers. actors and the 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 you know the the people behind the scenes. I mean, we've talked to some incredible people. So, yeah, and thank and you. The everyone. best is yet to come. This is just the beginning of the yeah, journey. So totally. Let's do it. Cheers, right. guys. Thank you. <laughs>